Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 656. If you'd like to have a copy of it, uh, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got, God is really blessing us, you know. It's just amazing how God is blessing this church of his here on earth. I've got uh, letters, music, and I've got a very powerful message from the Lord, giving you great insight into what happened in heaven, what's happening here on earth. It's the same thing. Satan never changes his operation uh, from heaven, even here on earth. He converts people away from the Lord. He converts them. And uh, my uh, operation over here, the Lord has me converting people with the word of God, but Satan converts people with a pack of lies. Every day we get letters from people that were thrown out for fornication in the church and many other things. And then uh, they admitted that they did it, and then uh, now they're saying, Tony is a liar. That's what they want you to believe. That's how Satan converted one-third of the angels in the kingdom of heaven. They believed what he was saying. They believed lies. And uh, how about you? Do you believe lies about uh, God and God's people? Well, then you're converted just like the evil demons. Uh, They were angels, but they became demons by believing this weak liar instead of the powerful and truthful God. And they were all cast down from heaven to earth, and those here that are on earth, Satan saw the beauty, the splendor, and the heavenly bliss which God had created in the Garden of Eden. And so when he was here on earth, he decided, well, I got kicked out of heaven, but I'll have better luck here on earth because these people are just made out of dirt. Well, right now, let's pray. I've got more on this subject for these liars. A woman and a man, uh, she snuck out of the house at nighttime and went and sat in a car with one of the people. She, he was a married man. And um, she admitted that she had sex with the man. And so I threw him and her out of the church. Well, the girl had a, uh, the woman had a uh, mother, and the mother had to go too because there was no place for them to go. And the man confessed to his wife that he had sexual relationships with this other woman and that he consummated the marriage And then after that, uh, a man in the church told me that this man said he had to leave the church before I ever found out about it. And he says, why? He says, because Tony's going to find out that I had relationships with this woman last night. And he says, she'll be kicked out too when he finds out. So I'm just leaving before he throws me out. Now they're all swearing to God. And the the wife of this man said, he said that he had sex with her. 
she told me, the woman, that she had sex with him. And the mother reported, the mother of the girl reported it to me. And now they're all saying, well, uh, you know, people better watch it inside that church. You know, there's something going on over there. They're trying to convert you folks out there to Satan. And uh, they're swearing now to God that they never did anything. I would have never put them out because the man had uh, children, and I just put them out. Because I know from the Bible that when evil people like that have children, they're going to raise those children up to be the same kind of liars they are. Well, anyway, let's pray. Father, I thank and praise your holy name for eternal life. I thank you, Lord God, that you've told us that no liar shall enter the kingdom of God. Why they're trying to impress me that these things never happened is unbelievable. They want to come back to the church. And uh, just as the one-third of the angels fell from heaven, you're certainly not going to take any of them back into heaven because they believe a lie against you. They went too far. Father, I pray that this message today will be a uh, home run to those that are believing Satan, that they will convert and uh, be saved. Uh, and number two, I pray that the people that are lying, this whole mass of them, this woman, the mother of the woman who went to Puerto Rico now, and now she's uh, demanding that one of her daughters that stayed, that she should call her, and the reason that she's not coming back to the church is because she doesn't want to get kicked out of the church over and over again. Father, I've never kicked her out before. You know this. Uh, she left because her daughter committed fornication right on the church property. So, Father, I pray that you'll lead God, lead me with the correct words of what to do. Most churches won't tell what the people in their church have done. But I see in your word that you tell everything that Moses did wrong and that he did right and all the right things that David did and the one wrong thing that he did. And uh, all the other people in the Bible, you let us know what Ananias and Sapphira did. They held bad, but there's, uh, in Judah's house, he lied about the Lord Jesus. These people that are doing these things, they betray uh, you, Father God. It doesn't hurt me. They're trying to get the church uh, closed down. They've been trying to do this for 40, almost uh, 44 years, and they haven't been successful yet. Yeah, the church will never be closed down anyway because the cat is out of the bag. Tra-la. The cat is out of the bag. I've written so much literature and I've put out so many messages, Father, that there's no way that the work, even if they put me in prison or killed me, my works will follow me. They'll just keep uh, winning souls one right after the other. So, Father, I'm in the business of converting people to you, but the others are converting people to Satan. Give them their just dessert, Father God. Close every door to Satan. Open every door to us. 
you stated, Lord, that you were going to pour coals of fire on their heads because I'm preaching the gospel to them, and they still, they just get worse and worse. They expect that I'm going to let them come back to the church. They forget it. They can forget it, Father God, because that can never happen. Lord, I pray that you'll anoint, that you'll, through this message, win souls, convert souls, get them on the straight and narrow, and that you, uh, that you'll, uh, rebuke Satan and open all the mighty doors for us. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, and everyone says, Amen. Amen. So, you know, Satan wants to have his own way in this world. But the Lord, I pray to him that the Lord will have his own way. He is the potter and we are the clay. This is myself singing, I have thine own way with our original choir and orchestra. Oh uh-huh. 
Hell is paved with good intentions. Oh, how I want to serve the Lord, you hear people saying. And yet, uh, when they get into the church, and they are doing something wonderful in the church, they're helping out, and everybody's in one accord, and they're all uh, doing everything they can to uh, convert people to Christ not for money. I own a Beatles album. I wouldn't, uh, that's what I was out for. I would put up with the dirty lies and, um, filthy accusations for love nor money. I wouldn't have put up for it. I wouldn't have gone to prison for the gospel. I've been stoned for the gospel. I've been, um, spit at, shot at, uh, I've had knives, uh, Come at me, Sue had the same thing happen. Everybody on the face of this earth knows that we're unstoppable. And so, uh, therefore, what they're doing is they're doing everything in their power to convert people to Satan, to turn them away from the Lord. And um, we're doing everything in our power, actually in God's power, to bring them into the fold. But some people are not thankful that they were given an opportunity to be in the church, uh, to be uh, members of God's son's body. And that's their problem. It's not mine because I'm uh, doing the work of God, the Almighty God. I'm converting souls to Christ. Why would anybody want to convert souls to Satan? You know, there has been some people that I've taken back into the church because they admitted that they were wrong. They admitted that, uh, you know, the honesty is so wonderful. Uh, but uh, people that try to cover up their sins to impress some person, and they make a stand with that person against the house of God. Those people are as worthless as camel dung. There's just nothing that uh, they just, uh, their minds are so weak and their spirits are so weak and they're, uh, they have a uh, the real bad constitution. They're made up of something that the Lord does not like at all. And so I would, you know, if God tells me to let somebody come back into the church, uh, I would do it. But it's for sure the Lord is not telling me to do that with these people. Another man, uh, when the government came up, he started mocking the government agents. And in services, he'd roll his eyes back and forth when people were giving their testimonies. And he would uh, threaten people in the church with his fist. When I found out about it, I warned him one more time, and you're out. And he just kept it up. So I put him out, and uh, he... uh, said he repented and I let him back in again and he started doing the same thing so he cannot come back to the church I'm not going to have somebody like that that's going to be uh, uh, 
giving us trouble from the city government. We have enough of it anyway. They want to do everything they can to convert people to the devil, to close the church down so that we don't mouth up anymore about uh, the things that Satan does, like the one world government, the one world church. Now I understand exactly where the one world government is coming from. I understand perfectly. They feel that there cannot be peace on earth if there's somebody telling people that if they sin, that they're going to hell. That's why you see so much leniency in the world today because um, they just feel that the uh, it's Satan feels that if he can just get a new world order, if everybody uh, thinks that you have to wait till you're 18 years old to be married, well, it doesn't make any difference how many people that hurts, or it doesn't make any difference that that's totally against the word of God. It is the law of God to marry the young women. Now, to me, I don't want anything to do with them. Uh, I'm almost 74 years old. I have no interest in such things as that. But I'm saying this for because it's the Bible. And you people are saying the opposite of that because you're trying to, and you are converting people to Satan. Uh, I know that because God said so. He said, the whole world is deceived by Satan. Because they think that God is evil now and that Satan is good. Because Satan lets them do whatever they want to do, but they don't realize that Satan is doing that because he wants them to go to hell with him into the lake of fire. Satan does not like you. He didn't like the one-third of the angels that he converted and that they got thrown out of heaven and that they're waiting in chains of darkness and that they're uh, doing everything they know that they're going to hell. They know it's going to be soon. Yet soon... Why? I remember just when I was just a little kid, I blinked my eyes, and here I am, almost 74 years old. Time goes by, and so you think you're going to have a long lifetime. Well, the lifetime, even if you live to be 100, is uh, a blink of the eye in comparison to eternity. It's never going to end there. And so, you know, why are you continuing on in your uh, evil, stupid, stupidity, the stupidity of you is incredible. And the people that have left the church or have had to be thrown out, they have little conventions. They have meetings and they just adore one another. What good is all that going to do you when you stand at the judgment bar of God? Uh, Satan uh, converted you. And uh, you didn't like discipline. You didn't uh, discipline yourselves to be disciplined by the Holy Spirit. And therefore, you're gone. Strong illusions have been sent to you, and you actually believe a lie. You just, everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. This uh, Ilana says that, yeah, you know, I don't know where Tony got all this. Well, I got it from four different sources. Brian Broderick, Becky's husband, and you stated so. 
and, and uh, your mother stated so. And now you're all lying. And that means that you're not going to get into heaven. So if you're not going to get into heaven, you're not coming in here to uh, lie to everybody and do everything that you can to convert other people in this church. And why do I not want liars to come into this church? Because I am in the business of converting and preserving people in the church. And all you want to do is come in to sow your filthy lies. And so you're not coming back. And, uh, you know, you're not going to intimidate me. I know God. I know what he says. Uh, uh, right now, um, we have uh, some letters. And where's the first one from, uh, Sharon? I'm going to get into this later. From the Democratic Republic of Congo. This is translated from French. My name is Aaron. I am a student. I reside in the Democratic Republic of Congo in Africa. Servant of God, I greet you in the name of Jesus. I pray that this letter will find you blessed and prospering by the power of God. The World Newsletter from the Tony Alamo Christian Ministry has strongly transformed the life in my heart. This literature is greatly inspired by the Holy Spirit and has helped my spiritual life by raising me up to a new level of knowledge in the things of God. To God be the glory. Kindly please send more of them to the following address. Thank you very much, and may God watch over you. Thank you, Aaron, from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Praise the Lord, and I pray for you too. I mean, all the brothers and sisters that are in the church, the body of Christ throughout the world, Father, bless them. Close every door to Satan that is against them. And Lord, rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. And you rebuke Satan through your servants. Satan's servants rebuke people in the Lord. Why, there was a woman in our church that said that her child belonged to me. The child is black. <laughs> I'm not black. I'm Jewish. I'm a Romanian Jew. I'm part Italian and part Jew. And she said, if you just blah, blah, blah. And I said, look at you. Get out of the church. And her sister accused me of things that were not true. And at that time, this woman that said her black child was mine, which is not. I mean, uh, why, why is the child black if, uh, if she's white? Uh, so you just get all kinds of accusations. So she did this and said this right in front of Buster White. And Buster White said, she's crazy. I said, listen, you know, and I kept, she says, I'm just leaving. I says, you better believe you're leaving, Gail. And then when she was out, um, she was working at this uh, restaurant. And I guess she started getting corns all over her feet and everything. And she didn't like that. So she called on the phone wanted to come back and I told her if you confess I mean it's so obvious that that child is not mine well you know we get all kinds of accusations that there's pedophilia going on over here I won't even let people marry unless they're 18 years old because of the fact that the government would they're just itching to come and close the church down 
They're itching to convert people to Satan. That's why the people in Texas, they took their children and they put them in foster homes. Homes that will let them watch television. Homes that will not put them on health foods. Homes that will let them go to public schools and learn that it's okay to have sex and then get abortions, which is first-degree murder. This is the world for you. Uh, And you see that uh, the Vatican is the one that's running all this because you notice that they've never prosecuted all those hundreds of thousands of homosexual child molesters that are in the church. All they can do, because they have the media, they just keep pushing They can just keep telling those lies over and over again because their job is to convert people to Satan, just like the devil did in the um, Bible, in the kingdom of heaven. So the work that God has uh, commissioned for people to do on earth has not been done. The people of earth have disappointed God lot uh, much and has angered him a lot so we've got another letter here go ahead this is from kitwe zambia africa dear pastor lamo i greet you in the name of jesus christ our savior i was glad to receive the box of literature you sent for me many thanks and may god bless you and your ministry i took time to go around the village of nakana residents giving out the literature and people responded positively I glorify God to see how he is saving lives through your literature. Send more because I managed to finish distributing all the literature you sent already. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.8, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Unquote. Your brother in the Holy Spirit, John Mumby from Kitwe, Zambia, Africa. Right. I've uh, continued on no matter what the accusations are because I know if I'm faithful to the Lord, they're going to be destroyed and God is going to keep blessing me. That's just the way it works. Uh, Don't uh, overcome evil with evil. They think it's evil if uh, I uh, report them, if I rebuke them, if I put them out of the church. But the Lord says to put them out because they're liars and put them out because um, they uh, are contentious. They don't believe the scriptures. The scripture says don't lie. They lie. That means they're witches. The Bible says do not commit adultery. They commit adultery. So I have to put them out. They commit fornication. And the Bible says, don't commit fornication or you'll spend eternity in hell in the lake of fire. So they do it and they have to leave. This is one church, you know, the the devil has many churches on earth. Uh, Most of the churches uh, are satanic. And the Lord warns us about that. Watch out for these uh, false prophets, these false teachers and preachers. Uh, to me, I used to call people that didn't have any money pukers. Well, I was a puker at one time when I was a kid. We, I had to go to work because uh, I, I 
I got used to living a life of not, not any money or anything like that, but I supported my mother and my brothers. Uh, one of the things that the people in the world have forgot to do is to discipline themselves to, uh, to not uh, lie. Now, everybody thinks they're of the Lord because they can run their mouth. They can say anything they want, you know, and they don't care. They don't think of the consequences. Everybody is running their mouth because the devil runs his mouth and everybody jumps on the bandwagon. And they think they're going to get by with it because they see the majority of people in the world are deceived. The Bible says the whole world is deceived. Well, you would say, does that include you? No, I'm not of the world. I'm of the kingdom of heaven. And I like to run my mouth uh, with the words of God. I like to tell people about Jesus. I don't like to bring false accusations against people because then I would have run in vain. I don't want to run in vain. Man, I put in almost 44 years in the gospel. And I don't want at the end for the Lord to say, depart from me, you wicked, into eternal fire and damnation. No, I put in too much. These other people... Ah, they want to get married to this one person, and that doesn't make any difference to them. They don't worry about eternity or judgment or anything. Even though you warn them that this person is not of the Lord, they say, well, they can change, can't they? And I said, it's unlikely that they will. Because, uh, you know, you don't marry somebody that is wicked and expect them to change, they, because that endorses their wickedness. You, they say, well, we deceived her, and so we'll marry, uh, I'll marry her, and so that means that she's not hip to me. She's stupid, and so I'll marry her and uh, have some fun with her, and then when uh, the time comes, I'll let her know, if I want to get rid of her, that, you know, I'm a fornicator, and I pack a gun, and I don't do these things. There's nobody in this church that packs a gun. So I said that I had to put him out because I can't trust somebody like that. It would ruin my testimony and the testimony of the church. Or I've disciplined myself not to allow Satan in this church. Now God is going to have a place here on earth and by God it's this church. Now you can run your mouth all you want because that's the easiest thing to do is talk. And you see the media saying that they're just going all around these people and saying, oh, you're marrying girls. There's no teenage or pre-teenage marriages in this church. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, and uh, a couple of people, to, three people were going to leave, but two of them left because they wanted to get married. The man was uh, of age, but the girl wasn't. She's around 13 or 14, according to the Bible, that's legal age. But they would have never left the church if they could have been married then. But it shows that they're weak. They can't wait. All right? And so I told them, if you want to get married, I mean, it's legal in the Lord. But uh, the devil says he can't. And I said, you know, you have to leave the church. Because uh, the government that likes to run their mouth and make up lies about me,
they're not going to have a chance to do that. And a person's not married unless they have marriage licenses. There's no person. Uh, I don't know of any polygamous marriages in the church. This man tried to get something going with a young girl. I think she was only 13 at the time, and I put him out. And I put her out, too, because she let him, and she admitted it, and the mother had to go with her. And there's so many others. You know, you let a person in your church, and they think they can run it. There was this woman in the church, and she was uh, on the phone, and, you know, we were hurting for finances at the time. And uh, I saw her on there for about an hour, and I says, who are you talking to? And she says, looked at me with indignation. <laughs> I'm paying the bills, it's my phone. And she looked at me indignantly. And so I said, who are you, what are you talking about? She says, we're talking about so-and-so's baby. I says, get off the phone. This church is not about talking about other people's babies and stuff like that and running the phone bill up. You're on out there for an hour. Who do you think you are? Well, she and her sister and her husband and the other one's husband, they got indignant. Who does he think he is? And so they left, and I am so happy they did. And now they're going to another church, and I'm glad they are. I would pray that they would maybe go and undermine the Pope, go to the Catholic cult and do that. So anyway, Satan is busy. I mean, it's uh, one thing to be an evangelist, one thing to be a preacher, another thing to be a teacher, but to be a pastor, to take care of all these problems. And it's like, uh, you know, we're like bloodhounds looking for these evil demons. And they think that they can just run their mouth because they have a mouth. And whatever they think in their brain, they like to run their mouth. It's, it doesn't mean it's, whether it's the truth or not. They just like to lie and bring false accusations against the church because Satan is living in them, the same Satan that converted one-third of the angels in the kingdom of heaven. One-third of the angels, they believe this liar, and the Bible says that he's the father of liars. So if you're lying, he's your father. I mean, it's so simple to understand the word of God that he's the father of all those that lie. And so the people out there think, I don't know what they think they're accomplishing, but they're making themselves look righteous uh, to whoever they're trying to impress. And they're in no means uh, attempting to impress God. So they, uh, they, they're weak. And they believe this weak and beggarly liar instead of the powerful living God. And they were all cast down from heaven to earth. Satan, at that time, the devil, Satan, um, looked, he said, he was in splendor before. And now he's on earth and he says he, he saw the splendor and the heavenly bliss which God had created in the Garden of Eden. And um, with envy, that's what these people, they have envy. They want to live in the splendor of this church. 
but they don't want to keep the rules and the regulations. They don't want to bridle themselves. They want to just start uh, converting people by sending letters to them and taking over because they could write and there's envelopes and there's stationery and uh, they have their spirit that's never been bridled. They have their spirit that has never been subject to the Holy Spirit and so they attempt to take over and they think that I'm so stupid spiritually that I don't know it. And so I have my eyes on them. Uh, the way I look at it, if they're babysitting and they're being good, then they can stay. <clears throat> but if they start uh, teaching the children wrong, or if they uh, type or uh, do a little bit of secretarial work, which is nothing because secretaries are a dime a hundred thousand, and they start trying to coach people in my church, then they uh, are in trouble with me. And they're making me more conscious of them. And I'm uh, ready to spring loose on that same woman and put her back into the Cracker Barrel restaurant where she belongs. But she's not going to come in and serve lies and evil instructions to my church. Now, the idiot believes that she's uh, chicken right and she can talk. But uh, she's uh, writing and talking the wrong way. This is usurping authority. The first sin was committed in heaven where Satan usurped the authority over God. God Almighty. And Satan's doing the same work here on earth as he did in heaven. Satan doesn't change. And remember, God doesn't change. He executes judgment on sinners. And that's why the Lord states in the chapter 14 of Romans that him that is weak in the faith they just haven't learned yet. They're still weak. They haven't gained the power, strength in the Lord. We can receive you, but not to doubtful disputations. Now, I've instructed people, don't usurp authority. And they do usurp authority. We had some people that had hail damage on their uh, vehicles. And they took them into, and we can, we know how to repair those things ourselves. And they took the vehicle, one vehicle and two vehicles, and they came to over $12,000 without asking me. And so that's usurping authority, folks. There's two people that did that. And so I pulled them off driving and any responsibility to take uh, the vehicles. And because I'm patient, I suffer this thing. Uh, another person uh, had uh, taken a, a motor out of one of the church's vehicles, which I'm in charge of, and he took it over to uh, 
one of the places where we don't fix cars, and he was getting the place all oily and everything. This is where he distribute literature out of there. And so I said, and he's, I told him what he did wrong, and he just, well, you know, I mean, I was trying to redeem the time, and I don't, I don't care what you say, in other words. So I put him out. His dad and mother and his sister is still in the church, but he's been out for a long time. It didn't bother him that much. He became a police officer over in Fort Smith. We've had so many, you know, it's like a pastor has to watch everything. And it's like we have to be spiritual police officers. I watch you because if there's one evil person in the church, the whole church will suffer for it. Like Achan in Joshua's uh, camp, he stole. And at least he told the truth, though, when they found out when God revealed who it was. He said, yes, I did take uh, this wedge uh, of uh, metal and also some garments. And so even after he confessed it, he was stoned to death. So people, they forget about the severity of God. Uh, Saul uh, was told by the Lord himself to kill every beast and kill everybody and uh, take everything uh, and just uh, destroy it. But he didn't. And so God took the spirit from him. But, you know, people that have already taken on the devil, they don't care anything about that. They don't care anything about the Lord. They don't care anything about the superiors that God has uh, so far superior to them that it's not even funny. And, you know, they just shake it off like a duck shakes off water off of its back. And they just love to uh, continue on. You can't stop them. They're unstoppable. This one sister uh, went and gave a $100 bill to uh, one of the brothers in the church. She had no authority to do it. She didn't ask, and she knows that she's not. She's a married woman and was not supposed to fellowship with anybody, any man. And she was telling the, uh, this man to mow the lawn where a bunch of girls were swimming. And that is definitely another thing. She lied about it. And so I checked it out. There was another woman with her. And so I checked her out. And she said, yes, she did give the man a $100. And she did tell him to go get some gas. And where'd you get the $100 from? Stole it. And uh, why uh, did you tell him that he could mow the lawn around these young girls? Because we don't allow that at this church. This is this is one church that God has on earth. And that's why we're being so severely attacked. Now, there's other churches, I'm sure, but this one for sure is uh, the church of the Lord. Okay, so she... And then uh, she called back, and after I proved it, she says, I never said that I didn't give money to that uh, man, and I never said that I didn't allow them to cut the grass or something to that effect. And her sister, the one that said <laughs> that was married to a black man and had this black child, got very indignant, ran over. She said, yes, you did say that. So I know what the sister is. And I know what this one is too. 
And so um, I'm watching everybody. And if the, the Lord tells me to dump them out, they have to go. And it's for sure I hear from the Lord. Uh, so a person that's weak in the faith, I'm supposed to receive. But when they I catch them, some of them start disputing with me. They have doubtful disputations. Where does it say that in the Bible? And I show it to them, that isn't what that means, so on and so forth. And they're like, they're like old hags. Yeah, they look young outside, but inside they're like evil-looking witches. And they don't know that I know this because I've been schooled very strongly in the gospel field. Verse 2, for one, believe this is chapter 14 of the book of Romans, for one believeth that he may eat uh, all things. Other, who is weak, eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth uh, despise him that eateth not. If the Lord says it's okay, I'm not going to put them under some strong rule that I make up myself. If they want to eat the stuff that the Lord says not to eat, then let them. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Well, now, God told us not to eat uh, pork and seafood. We can eat halibut and stuff. I went through this uh, the other day. But because they're scavengers. So scavenger is not food. It's not food. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? These are God's servants, and they see in the Bible that they can do this. Just like these are God's servants, and they see. The reason that uh, I uh, am preaching on these things is because uh, it says it in the Bible that uh, people can marry at a young age. I'm saying that because I see young people that have reached puberty and this uh, cult, homosexual uh, government and child molesting government doesn't prosecute their own people. They prosecute people for keeping the commandments of the Lord. And uh, I really don't like that. All right, so um, so my uh, job is to convert people to the Lord. Uh, and now these satanic beings, they're looking. Uh, they, uh, they see that we are living like in the Garden of Eden here. Well, where do you have the Garden of Eden? Everybody's worried about themselves being blown up any minute, but we're not because we're saved. There are people in the church that are not saved. But if they babysit and do a little bit of typing and stuff, they can stay. But if they get too porky, I'm just going to put them out because they're sinners anyway. And uh, But if they won't do at least something to help out, they have to leave. It is as simple as it is. God let Satan, uh, Jesus allowed Satan to... Um, the satanic being, Judas Iscariot, to be with him. And he knew he was the devil. 
He knew what he was going to do. And the Bible tells me to let the chaff grow up with the wheat. God will uproot them on the final day. So with envy and hatred, Satan viewed the two innocent people, Adam and Eve, that God had blessed and to whom he had given dominion of all this world. Oh, so you have, uh, now if I can convert one third of the angels in heaven, Satan says, then I can throw you people that are made out of dirt and the breath of God, I can destroy you. God has given you dominion of this world, but I know that if you doubt God and you believe me, then I'll have the rulership of this world. Satan observed that in the cool of the evening, Jesus would come into the garden to communicate with the couple. And this was before uh, their sin. There were no barriers between man, uh, God's creation, and God. And they spoke frequently as friends one to another. Uh, creation speaking to their own, their wonderful creator. Unafraid. Their communion with Christ, they hadn't sinned, so there was no reason for them to be afraid. Their communion with the creator was the high point of every day. And they would learn from God, uh, from Christ, the glories of God. The meaning of all things and the assurance by this fellowship that God really loved them. They were told the consequences of disobedience, of the one command to not touch or eat from the tree in the midst of the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Satan knew that in heaven his cunning was such that it had enabled him to deceive one-third of the entire population of heaven to his pointless cause and destructive end. He felt that having had that much success in heaven, even though he had ultimately failed, he may be able to succeed in taking away from the two innocent people in the Garden of Eden the control of the world that God had given to them. The scriptures say that to whosoever's truthful word of God Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. This decision that God had given them because they live a lie causes them to be exceedingly bold, more stupid than ever, to fight the Almighty God as these people in this church. The only, the most powerful church, I believe, on earth. Well, I see my time is up, and we'll take this up tomorrow. But right now, we have to pray. 
Uh, has Satan converted you yet? Or do you want God to convert you? You have to make a choice. It doesn't make any difference whether you want to or not. If you say, well, I'm not sure yet, you've made a choice. You say, I don't want to be converted by God. I'm having too much fun in this world. Satan's got a hold on me. And you think that's cute? Or you have your devils, you know, your demons. Say this prayer to the Lord. Say to him, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. But that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that God, you, Father God, had raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, and that he's alive right now, hearing us and making intercession for our prayers. I open the door of my heart, and I ask you, I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, to rule me and give me the discipline of the Holy Spirit that I need in order to be able to go through this world with all of its distractions to continue serving you. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I open the door of my heart and invite you in, Father, Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit. Wash all my sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord and give him all the glory. And uh, get a King James, the old King James Version of the Bible and read it, study it. Sharon, uh, Tell the listening audience how they can receive a copy of this tape or CD, number 656. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in again tomorrow for insight into how to, on a day-to-day basis, one day at a time, enter into the kingdom of God. Now, this is myself here singing. Uh, I know the Lord is in me, and he also stands by me. The more I do his will the more he stands by me. So there's a something that you have to do in order to stay safe. Stand by me. When the storms of life are raging Stand by me When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. Stand by me. When the world 
Stand by me. Stand by me. 